Hey guys, welcome to a new episode. <laughs> I just checked, it's been um, almost a couple of months since my last um, episode, and that's really just because I started to feel a lot of uh, anxiety about releasing it regularly and stuff, and it just used to induce stress, so hence why it has been irregular since end of last year um i am still here and i right i don't know right now anyways at the point of recording the episode i just kind of felt like oh you know i should actually do an episode and just you know because talk about what is actually going on in the world right now i don't think anything i say is going to be new or groundbreaking because like one i'm not a scientist two I did not receive any revelation about, you know, COVID-19, as our president initially called it, COVID-19, you know. But, so one thing I actually do every day is actually, so there's this website, worldometers.info. It has, like, all the cases. It has, you know, the total number of cases, deaths recovered, then it breaks it down by country, then it tells you percentage of active cases that are serious, those that are mild, percentage of deaths, like of cases that have an outcome, either recovery or deaths, it tells you. Then it shows the graph, and then when it comes down, it breaks it down by country. So obviously, we know that America is currently leading. And they've actually crossed the 500,000 mark as at this point of recording, which is the 11th of April. So America has crossed the 500,000 mark and they have um, almost 19,000 deaths. Um, Then the next one is Spain, but the... So like America now has the highest deaths and cases right so italy is now third case-wise and second death-wise i'm not going to go through everything because i mean <laughs> there are a lot of countries you know currently affecting 210 countries you know so it's really a lot you see how just things just balloon out of proportion really and you know before i used to i was like watching it sickly until it got to the one million mark after that it got less interesting but you know the way things are going is entering the two million mark next week which is you know reason for pause really but it shows that we need to take this thing seriously even in countries that don't have that many cases you need to take it seriously because what you don't want to happen is you don't want the world to go back to normal and then you're the one that's going through it you know that'll be sad and then in other news greenland had 11 cases and all of them recovered like that's amazing you know so yeah really that is it on that front i'm not going to talk too much on that anyway so i just thought i'd catch up a little bit with what has been going on and then just talk about um what I've realized in this season, basically. So, well, first of all, I finished my NYSC. Woohoo! Congratulations to me. All the glory to God. You know, I thank God for believing in me, for giving me the strength. You know, for the favor in my workplace as well as with my CDS officer. You know, thank God. Um, 
me and my friend that uh, we both I mean we became friends through the service, we worked together and we had the same CDS. I don't know how God did that. It was strange, you know, but we actually became friends also, which is mad. Um yeah, we both really liked in both our workplace and our CDS. So we didn't really have a hard time, like we were not overly stressed by like the fact that someone doesn't like us and we had to do something about that you know it was NYC a stressful period just doing biometrics alone is a hassle and if you thought that was a hassle go do your final clearance for those who have done it they understand it's a market <laughs> it's a market like what is that it's also a racket but it's mostly a market like I'm just like ugh. It's meant to be easy, I think, but ugh, the way ours went, it was not easy at all. But either way, passed out in March, thank God. Then, I... So, thankfully, I actually got a job before my service ended. Um, the short version of it is, you know, met an MD through work through a work event, called me close to the end of the service. Oh, what are you doing? Blah, blah, blah. Not offering a job, you know, interviewed me and everything and gave me a job. So, also, you know, once again, give glory to God because I literally didn't do anything. Like, I was about to start freaking out because I was like, God, I really want a job. And, you know, I've already heard about how hard it is to get a job in Nigeria and I'm not discounting that by any means necessary. And obviously, I've already had my own experience with not being able to get a job. So, it was just such a relief that for once I did not have to struggle to get a job. And I was just so thankful because honestly, the way I stress, oh, it would have been through the roof. So, and not necessarily just like I'm stressing because of myself. It's like because everybody be asking you, so what's next? So what's next? So what's next? You know, and it just gets really stressful. And I don't think people don't understand that that question is very stressful. You know, I think they just asking it out, out of like just like conversational whatever. But they don't understand how stressful the question is. It's actually legit. One of the most stressful questions ever and that thing is what you know even i i got a job and everything and then like, you'll be happy and it's going to be like oh well it's just a start and you're like oh my god what do you mean you know what i mean they kind of just enjoy this for a few months before you're talking about it's just a start like ah bless bless their hearts i know that they don't mean any evil by it but it really is just like life just keeps on making you go 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 and so it just is up up to every individual to kind of pause and reflect what is important to you you know which brings us to these covid19 times where most of the world is on lockdown planes have stopped flying uh, both internationally and locally Um, obviously some places are taking it more seriously than others even in the same country you know some people are like yeah no it's fine just you know stay three feet apart and meanwhile the regulate the recommendation is six feet apart now so i was like yeah just stay three feet apart and they're not taking it seriously and stuff and it really is um, mind-boggling you know some people are like oh well if you wear masks you can now go into close contact with other people and it's like who is teaching you these things you know what i mean it's really strange you know so one of okay so Take it back to the beginning of things. So when I initially found out about this COVID stuff and when the numbers started going crazy, like when Americans started testing and Spain and Italy and numbers were just increasing and stuff, it got scary for a second. And then what helped me was 
the Bible, Esther 91, and I, I can't remember, I think it was a Passion Translation or something, because it says he'll protect you from deadly diseases. So as I said, I was like, okay, cool, I put my Bible, I, that's why I just kept on praying every day, pray from deadly diseases, pray for my family from deadly diseases. So every time I'll get scared, I just remember that, I was like, he said you protect us from deadly diseases. Okay, cool. You know, and then I got really interested in me and my, one of my cousins. You know, we started looking at it like every single day. So he said there's a YouTube channel that has those live updates. So every time it's something new happens, it, it even makes a sound and stuff. So we just got like slightly obsessed with it and just like it's going up. It's like, what? You know, it's just like 500 new cases, USA. You know what I mean? Like, oh no, like we're crazy about it. We were crazy with it. Forget that side. But I think it helps me because the it became like almost clinical to the point in which it stopped scaring me like i feel like i'll be a good reporter for this thing because like i'm impartial like right now i'm disinterested like not uninterested let's get it straight disinterested so like i'm not biased like i'm not rooting for it to win obviously not you know definitely rooting for you know us to fight to go to the root cause and find every single case and treat it you know i know that obviously the cases can never go to zero because i mean the flu is here with us forever so you don't i don't expect that covid will be any different it just the incidences will be it should be under it should be at a respectable number and obviously the issues that we don't know how it reacts in summer and stuff so hence why the lockdown is important um you know you don't know what how it's you know whether it's going to mutate or whether it's going to die off and stuff because if summer comes and everything gets better then that's good but then it places that it's already hot like most of africa and cases are still increasing then it tells you that probably i mean they've, they've already debunked that anyway but you know it tells you that probably when summer comes nothing really is going to happen and if you studied or looked into the 1918 flu you would realize that they were dealing with it for almost two years and that it just kind of went away on its own. I mean, they practice social distancing too, but after a while, it just kind of went on its own, you know. So yeah, um, there's lots to talk about. Obviously, there's lots of you know, I don't know lots, but there are pastors that been saying all kind of rubbish, and I'm, <laughs> I'm not going to touch that because you know the Lord is going to deal with them because I don't really understand. If you don't do any better, just you can also keep keep quiet and just quote the Bible, which is God protect. Like I said, ten ninety one, you know, protection sound that's all just pray psalm 91 pray psalm 23 just you know what i mean like just pray for your members and preach a lot of things about protection and how god protected the israelites in egypt and stuff like that you don't need to begin to you know make up stuff or be like oh i'm going to fight covid like for god's sake it's a virus you don't have to go to anywhere like, like you know what I mean? like that pastor that said i'm just like what like I said, I'm not really going to go into this because that's not my ministry. And, well, you know, God should just really show them error of their ways and reveal to them that what you're doing is very dumb. Or what they did is very dumb. You know, shadows that are causing fear among running their members. Like, that's not, God is not here to cause fear. You know, one thing I know about God is He's here to give us hope. So if anybody's preaching to you and everything they're preaching is doomed, Trust that it's not God, you know. And those all those people that are trying to find signs of the Antichrist, everything the Antichrist has come. The Antichrist has been coming and is always been coming. And ah, ah. Hey, people, just give it the Antichrist a break, okay? <laughs> the Antichrist will come when it's meant to come. Like I don't talk about talk much about that either. This is not a Christian revelation podcast. I'm just saying, like, 
and i understand that in times of in these uncertain times some people become way more gullible you know people that are intelligent something you know the fear makes them lose their intelligence i don't really know what that's all about to be honest and that's just why i said that initially i was actually very afraid and you know if i had begun to just feed myself with the rumors i was hearing through remote hearing and reading through whatsapp or through people and stuff i would have been even more afraid you know what i mean but i just once again just i just said hey there's one sound about protection some 91 and i can't remember the verse so what i remember is the same and in fact what i'm quoting is only part of the verse but that's all i needed he protects you from dead he protects you from deadly diseases just took it i said okay that's all i need to know i don't need to know everything else. that's all i need to know obviously i know that it's talking about christian and i'm a christian so i i don't need to be afraid like oh my god i'm not a christian he's going to protect me no, no, no. and that's not to say that bad things don't happen to christians but that is to say why are you fearful about bad things happening we already know that bad things happen to people whether or not you are a christian bad things happen to everybody so i don't know why it's christians always try to be having an explanation and a reason as to why you know things are like things are happening <laughs> like i don't really see i don't want to go into it because yeah so i don't want to touch that but you know what's again god god be with those people and god give you know reveal to them some wisdom so that they will not just lose their bloody minds um so moving on to the fun stuff um talk about what i've learned in this time you know people ask you like oh you know are you reflecting and stuff and i feel like in times like these reflection is kind of automatic i don't think you have to literally take time out to sit down and begin to say oh i'm going to take my my journal and my pen i'm going to close my eyes for 15 minutes and meditate and then you know i will start to reflect on my life and stuff i don't think that um because once again we are always home or mostly home you know at some point there isn't that much to do depending you know like even if you're working you can still just there'll be times in the day when you just kind of pause and just reflect and be like hmm, this is what's happening you know? so with all that being said things i've learned is that i really are <laughs> things i've learned are <laughs> Woo. first of all i okay well last thing uh, for those that know i was actually in abuja for my service but you know so thankfully finding that i actually wasn't thinking about coming to lagos until i think my dad mentioned it and i was like yeah i should come to lagos i thank god i did you know i came the next week after i passed out and Funny thing, I was supposed to go around the time when lockdown happened. But as soon as I, I realized that the cases were increasing even before the lockdown and stuff, I was already like, I read to my dad that I'm not going anywhere until this whole thing is resolved. <laughs> and thank God we didn't even buy a return ticket. You know? So I mean obviously that was going to open it, but thank God we didn't even need to buy. I mean obviously they would already know that nobody can fly. But thank God because yeah. And it locked down, I was like, Oh, thank God I'm here. Yeah, I just wanted to be my with my family, like my immediate, mostly immediate family, with my cousins and you know that I'm with really, and you know it was just nice to spend a, lo- a longer time with them. You know, I haven't really spent that long time with them. I've been mostly in Abuja. I come down for holidays, 
longest time I spent before now was Christmas where I spent like a little over two weeks and it was really fun and stuff but still now I've spent like almost a month and so like it's really exciting and you know I just get to like see what kind of life I could have if I'm in Lagos you know so that's good um so that's one thing I'm glad about um so what I've learned is that I love my personal space um irrespective of the fact I love my family members and you know people always you know, sometimes I don't know if I seem like a psychopath or like someone that hates people or something. I really don't. But I do enjoy being by myself. Um, it's just, when I'm by myself, all the voices in my head disappear. And I just get to just think about myself for a bit and just chill and just unwind and relax. And I mean, I'm working on getting the voices in my head out of my head, you know, wherever I am. But for now, it's definitely just easier when I'm by myself and I don't have to think about, oh, I have to be this for someone. I have to do this for someone. It's like, okay, I'm just here with myself alone, just chilling. I don't get that much alone time, honestly, because because of all this, all this um, sheltering in place, you know, most of the communication, they're now with my phone, so over the phone and stuff. So sometimes by the time the day is done, I'm just so drained. There was a time I think I was having like withdrawal syndrome, like my heart was pounding faster. <laughs> I was just like, God, I haven't spoken to, you know, I've been on the phone too much. It just felt like, ah, I don't like it, you know. I'm still an introvert, like, talking to a lot of people, even over the phone, at some point, there is, right, there's a limit, you know. So now I just kind of don't really try to stress and stress myself about this and just. I tackle what I can tackle, anything I can't, I leave it because honestly, it's not like I don't love people and stuff, but I don't want to run mad because I'm trying to talk to everybody, so I just take the pressure off myself and don't stress myself as much. Um, so like, you know, even when I get married, one thing I definitely want is my own room. Yes, I'm just, I'm, I go to sleep in the same room with my husband and stuff, but I just want my own room so I can still shelter in place <laughs> when, like, when all this is over. I still want to just be to be like, okay, I'm on lockdown for the day. Don't really come and disturb me a lot. Like, you can come and, you know, ask me if I want food and stuff. But, like, just for, like, a day, once in a while, I'll just want to just be by myself. I'll just unwind, like, just watch shows, read a book, nap, wake up. Like, you know what I mean? Like, just have a chill day, a chill me day. Or, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, I go out and just, like, go to the spa and do, you know, get facials, massages, and to my nails, just stuff that just helps you to just relax and just be, you know, I feel like that's very important to me and I feel like this lockdown has really highlighted that, not really highlighted it more, but I already knew that going in, that, yeah, so it just reaffirmed it, you know, for people that keep on telling me, I wouldn't like living alone on your own because I would love it so much. <laughs> oh god i feel like i don't know i don't want to you know excited or whatever obviously they'll tell me lonely but it's not that loneliness is not a thing that only happens when you're alone when you're alone you're alone loneliness is something that can happen even when you're in a crowd or even when you're with all your friends you can still feel lonely so i don't really subscribe to the loneliness thing once in a while sometimes yeah you definitely look miss so you know people to talk to and stuff but i feel like the pros would definitely outweigh and some assault over the cons <laughs> for me anyways because i really read oh, anyways i'm not going to overemphasize this because actually it can never be overemphasized but this is what it is um working from home <laughs> lord 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 
working from home is not what you think it is. It's actually way harder um, to stick to times, even if you want to stay, start early and stuff. You know, you, I find myself still working to the night because I want to just finish everything. I already kind of had a feeling that this was how it's going to be, um, but <laughs> basically, just to confirm it once again that. I'll be working through the night. Not through the nights. I sleep. <laughs> I'll be working from morning till night. You know, obviously I take breaks during the day. Like you know, when I go eat and stuff, those times take hours. So because I'm trying to make up those hours, you know, which is why I said like, for example, now if I leave the loan, right, um, I would. <laughs> oh, it's very unhealthy. Because the problem is like indomie and bread and just like gary, like things that don't take time. Maybe once or twice a week, I'll just cook. You know something down and i'll just because ah <laughs> so but okay so because now like with me and uh, cousin and family friend we try to eat together and you know we hang out together in the house for the most part so that's the thing so like oh we usually eat community style so we're like oh what are, what are we going to eat then we go and make it so that's why it takes time you know for them pancakes you know pancakes take time because you do it one by one and it's just uh, so yeah all those things add up so by the time you you know it's two hours here two hours there then you have to make it up then you find yourself on your laptop by 10 o'clock still working and then after sometimes like oh let's watch a movie and me i tried to start sleeping by midnight so this past week i've been sleeping sorry actually haven't i've been trying to ensure that i'm in my room between midnight and one so that i can sleep and wake up by eight and start working by nine it's been mildly successful because some days, nah, I come back nine. Um, but it only happened twice, which is why I said mildly successful. So, God is good. So, one thing I also do is um, I normally start working before I shower. So, like maybe I'll work for like an hour or two and then I'll get up and I'll okay, go and shower now and eat, you know, because, yeah, it's just it's what it is. Um, yeah, and so well. I've also realized that I feel like a lot of people don't really understand um, what is going on and why this shelter in place um, directive is important. Um, another thing about you know police and stuff, I don't think they really understand. You know, like there are exceptions, like you know, essential services are you know still best to be open, grocery stores and stuff, because you're not going to buy all the food you will need at once. Food stuff will finish. You have to go get more right so i don't think they really understand that because you know one time they stopped us and stuff and then we got a message from the estates that if they catch us on the road driving that they that they have had a the police to arrest and i'm like okay but <laughs> the grocery stores are outside the estates and you know what i mean like use your brain like i don't really I don't like to insult people. Some of my friends may think I do, but I really don't. But it really is just like, are you serious? Like, I don't think they really fully understand it. It's like, you can still buy groceries, you can still go to the market if you're buying food stuff. That is part of the exemption, you know. And I feel like a lot of people don't really understand this whole shelter and place thing. They don't understand it because I feel like if you understood it, you would obey it. Like the people that are going to jog in groups, for crying out loud, you can jog, but give each other some space, some good six feet, you know. 
then that's fine. But even then, still not fine. When you're in that big a group, if one of you are, if one of them has it, at least one other person will catch it. So I don't really because the, the, are you going to keep up measuring this, measuring the, the six feet? Are all of you wearing face masks? Like and then face mask works if you have symptoms and don't want to transfer it somehow. We wear face mask while you're jogging or you're exercising. You know. And when you sneeze, like you know, just not really going to go into a whole lot of it, but I feel like a lot of people don't understand it because they're saying, Oh, hopefully it ends and stuff. And it's like, Yeah, hopefully it does end soon. But for it to end, you know, then this thing has to be under control. Clearly, getting more and more cases every day tells you that it's not quite under control yet. Um, countries like ours that don't really have a high enough bar, obviously, it's partly because, you know, the testing, it's, there's more selective in the testing. They're testing. Uh, if you have symptoms and you've had contact with someone who has traveled or if you are someone who has traveled you know and you came into the country and you have symptoms or if you're a big man you know what i mean like it's not everybody that's getting tested and that is the truth you know so i'm not hypothesizing that some people probably have had it and they've recovered and you know they, they wouldn't have known it as covid they would have probably thought it was malaria or something because the symptoms are quite similar especially if their symptoms are mild and not like super severe that you would need the ventilator or a respirator you might think that oh i just had a really bad case of malaria you know i had diarrhea i was vomiting blah, blah, blah. you know it's like yeah it could be malaria you know so and you know they'll never know because they didn't get tested and it's what it is really it's not only here there's a shortage of tests worldwide and it's clearly because it's a novel disease and you know now i hope nobody is hoarding it but i cannot categorically say that nobody is hoarding it so i'm gonna leave that to the side and obviously one of the things that it definitely highlighted especially in africa not just africa but especially in africa is you know the state of our healthcare systems you know most times I was saying and did the thing on it. I didn't read the article, I just read the headline, but you know, all of you that like to fly abroad to get medical treatment and stuff, now they have to stay in the country and you know, a number of them have gotten sick and you know, they have to get treated in the same healthcare system that they would never ever have really gotten treated in. It's not for the fact that you know, now they have no choice. And I'm just hoping, like, it's not like I'm happy that uh, they get to suffer to get treated. I just, I really just pray that they just realize that healthcare is an important sector to invest in. You know, there are some basic things that everybody deserves. And I feel, I pray that they recognize that. But I don't really. You know, I'm sorry, I'm not going to sound optimistic because I'm not really optimistic about, you know, anything changing, but I sure hope something changes. If not, it's only God we have, you know, it's only God we have. Anyways, guys, that's all I wanted to talk about for today. Happy Easter weekend. Um, Enjoy. See you next time. Oh, Talk to you next time. Bye.